ইম্প্যাক্ট All of this of course to make this world a better place using technology. Tune in every week on htsmartcast.com and listen to the podcast. HT Smartcast is India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Let's get straight to this week's episode. All right, welcome to the show. I think we can all collectively agree that education has changed forever with the onset of the pandemic. But what nobody saw coming in a lot of cases was the gamification of the edtech industry. And to actually break that down on this little edition of Tech for Change, I've got two wonderful um, co-founders of a beautiful little uh, startup that we're going to introduce you to in a second. Prashant and Nitish are with us. They are the founders of Upepo. Am I saying it right, guys? Upepo. Upepo. <laughs> I like it. Yes. Dude, I like the... We've got to figure out where the name came from in a second. But uh, firstly, welcome to the show, guys. It's, it's great to see you both. And I want to thank you for taking out the time. You guys seem like last benchers, which is why I'm extremely worried about the fact that... How are you guys doing this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But be honest with me. Uh, who was the last bencher amongst the both of you? I think uh, between us, uh, Nitish would have sat further in the last bench than I did. Ah. <laughs> But I'll be honest with you. Uh, they say that the last benchers are the one who make the best startup founders. I, I genuinely like this is something a very big venture capital firm uh, managing partner told me. And I was like, mm, okay, maybe there's some truth in that after all. But uh, guys, you know what, uh, getting to the problem at hand, like I said, and we started things off by talking about how education has really changed forever since the onset of the pandemic, but also moving to the fact that we are seeing a very different form of education. Nobody thought that education would be gamified. Like, like, and for people who don't understand that, right? Can, can we just start by defining what that means? Prashant, you want to take that? Yeah, it's a, it's a loaded word. And I think that it's also one of those words that's uh, very kind of freely uh, thrown around. Yeah. So, I mean, very broadly, the idea is like, when you think of a game, what comes to mind, right? What are the things that you're really excited by or driven by when you play a game? It's typically, you know, I like to define it as three things, right? Like you're hands-on. So when you're playing a game, either whether it's a video game yeah. or you're like you know, doing something. You're immersed. Uh, two is uh, minds-on. Like you're, you're really in it. You're really excited. In Absolutely. It. Uh, and I think the third uh, crucial part is the hearts on, right? So uh, you feel delight, uh, you feel joy and you lose, you feel really low and you want to beat somebody kind of thing, right? So broadly, when you think of a game, I, I always break it down to hands on, minds on, hearts on. Right? Sounds like so, marriage, to be honest with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just saying. That's an analogy I haven't thought about. But yeah, so I feel like uh, all this while with a lot of ed tech, like you're 
just saying a lot of it was either like it's usually just eyes on like you're just mm. watching somebody talk at you yeah uh, and then maybe doing a test but i think slowly we're going to move towards the the more the experience feeling that way and i can speak for yeah. hours on uh, what gamification yeah i'm sure we'll get to it but but you know what uh, <laughs> prashad from the perspective of just having so many and i'm saying so many because i'm i'm extremely tired okay so many startups in this space of edtech right it becomes very important to set yourself apart right and what pepper really does is you build playful project based learning platform for kids between the ages of 5 to 12 and the idea is of course to create experiences right so where do you feel that you know the setting apart from the rest really happens if you could break that down for me please okay so i mean what sets us apart is i mean to be very brief uh, you know we are not one of those startups you know jumping into the wave uh, you know everyone's investing in edtech and uh, you know we have some experience doing some startup and uh, chalo ye idea mil gaya and let's get into it this pepo is is not just uh, born a year or two ago Uh, this is basically a, a impact that we want to create from eight years. So, if you want to, you know, take a brief uh, history about Upepo, both me and Prashant, like uh, you rightly said, are backbenchers. We were really curious as kids, but the schools we went to were pretty obvious, obviously average schools, uh, and we were always made to think inside the box, right? And then we went to undergrad, we met, and we instantly, you know, connected. And both of us had the same thing in the mind, right? So, we wanted to do something in the space, and we didn't want any child to feel, you know, uh, keeping them inside. the box right, right 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 so immediately we started uh, talking and bouncing off different ideas and models of how we can change that little factor of letting kid be curious throughout and then we went in different parts i took mental health and personality development to schools and prashant went to went on to become a teacher himself and soon after oh, wonderful. that uh, fortunately prashant got an opportunity to actually uh, you know work with uh, mit for uh, their assessment on children and learning outcomes after his stint with harvard soon after that we didn't waste any time we said you know let's put all the learning that all the learning and the ideas bouncing off to work and in 2019 what we did was all the learnings and the research work that we had done for four years we started piloting it with the kids right we piloted in the classroom we piloted outside the classroom etc and upepo officially was born in 2021 so if you have to say in other words uh, upepo is, is built by the kids right Me and is a covid baby in itself if you think about it <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome yeah. but you know what you guys have chosen a very very tender age of 5 to 12 where a lot of the development happens i mean i'm not going to say all the development because you know it's a never ending process a lot of the development kind of happens over there so i I'd, i'd like to figure you know why you guys kind of picked this age group because this is uh, and i'm sure there's a reasoning behind that i mean who would like to take that i'll take this one go for it that go for prashant uh, two three layers right one is i was i've been a full time school teacher for two years uh, through the teacher for India fellowship and I taught grades 3 and 4 in an affordable private school in Hyderabad and I felt like uh, usually when you see students in that teenage suddenly there's all kinds of other things going on with them their hormones are acting up and they're suddenly grown up and they're dealing with adulthood like pre then you know not yet you know not yet an adult and not a child they're somewhere stuck over there right and a lot of times you see that the kids who thrive in that time and who are like very comfortable and who really go through I don't know how you were, I was very awkward in that phase I it was the one most awkward times in 5 yeah, to 12 I mean I wish I remember but I, being honest with you I don't remember to be honest. <laughs> right no I'm saying after 12 right like that's usually what happens is if you have had a good foundation of of ah. skills when you were at a younger age you kind of just coast through your uh, teenage years pretty well. Right? Academically uh, for me not so much but other than that you know I think I was on Nitish's page where he said that we were a classic backbencher so yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so so that's one level because this comfort of working with that age group too is like it's formative and and how you are in that age is determines kind of your success in adulthood. And the third, more sort of neurological things is your your neurons are growing really fast when you're younger. And as you age, the amount of effort you need to put to kind of create new connections in your brain, that kind of the effort increases, right? So at a younger age, it's easy to kind of mold habits and behaviors. And that's what we're trying to do, build good lifelong skills for students, as well as life-wide skills for students that they could use across different aspects. And we feel like this is like the ideal age group uh, to be able to. So with, Pepper, you know, building that learning platform for these kids between the ages of 5 to 12, you're looking at a lot of, correct me if I'm wrong here, please, at any point in this are kids using the platform more or are parents using the platform to guide kids which one is it right so it's a great question i think that parents typically are involved till the kid is using the platform so like you know sign up read about it see if this is good for their kids kind of thing and from there on out two again two things happen one is kids because of the pandemic they're a lot more comfortable with devices from a much earlier age right everyone you you've actually preempted my next question very beautifully so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, they're all building like tools and products for kids at a much earlier age and so kids have gotten used to uh, these kind of devices so number one is they use it but number two the way we've designed the platform is it's not one of those things where they just stare at the screen you're not going to get much a large part of how we've designed it is kids watch some of our content and everything excites them to go do something off screen, right? So you see a project on uh, how to make a podcast, for example. So you right. watch it and you're like, oh, wow, uh, this kid, uh, you know, K in Bangalore has made a cool podcast. So let me go and try and make one myself. And maybe both of you start your own like podcast community. And that's kind of the vision, right? To use this to be inspired, to stay connected, but to get off it, to go do things. I think that's nice. kind of what we're trying that to do. That have real world application and materialization almost beautiful i mean that's that's great you know i was actually watching this this one person online uh, without taking the person's name and that person was you know in an interview they were talking about say you know allowing kids to use devices at a young age right and right. when they were speaking about that they're saying that it's horrible it's bad for you to give kids a device at a young age and things like that but the, the guy who was you know whom i'm referring to was actually saying that by parents in this day and age who are not giving their kids devices are doing them a big injustice. And I was very intrigued because this is a very radical kind of thought, you know. Uh, and the idea being that, believe it or not, your kids are going to grow up in a digital age and by not exposing them, you know, to that earlier on so that they can navigate through the perils of it sooner rather than later and figure their way out, right. number two. And number three, so become so like, you know, use it as if it is the back of their hand uh, as a tool to do so much more. You're doing them more injustice by not providing them with technology at an early age. And it's a, it's a very radical, different mindset. But I can say that in some ways, Nitish, you know, probably when you go in all of these business conversations, people resonate with the same. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, of course, we accept with that. Uh, one thing we also tell, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, investors, parents, etc. that we talk to and uh, they're always worried about the screen time. So one thing that we explain to them is, um, you know, the generations change. You might have studied differently, your environments might be different. And uh, our environments, while we did it, was, was a combination of both. It was a combination of technology as well as offline and, and a lot more to do with hands-on. But right now, kids are uh, using the digital world Correct. more than, you know, you, you expect them to so the only uh, factor that we want to solve is how do you make it a good screen time and not no screen time got it like how do you make how that 
time valuable basically rather than them right. sitting like a robot and just kind of blindly so how do you make it i know i know there is good and bad to each of these absolutely you know, the age that we studied also there was good and bad and you had to yeah. filter out the bad and provide the good yeah uh, absolutely the same in the digital world as well there is bad there is good how do you filter out and make sure that your kid is using the phone but using it more productively and for an average time of uh, you know yeah yeah productivity fair point stare at the screen for the entire day fair point very well said nitish you know from that perspective also i'm sure that you know you guys are also looking future uh, in a lot of ways and i'm sure you know being from this from from this field from you know education and now of course ed tech as well fundamentally the like you said the the space of education is constantly growing where will we be in both your individual opinions right and you might differ on this or not where will the industry be in the next 5 years what are we preparing for and how can a person of today better equip themselves to prepare for that 5 years from now i would love your thoughts i'll start with prashant yeah it's a great question and uh, i feel like it's one of those uh, troubling questions one is that in in 5 uh, years uh, everything's going to be different uh, but in another sense nothing is going to change when it comes to education right and the reason i i make this difference is uh, there's a huge gap in a lot of inequity in the system right so you're going to find people at the front of the curve you know top of the uh, pyramid high income households lot of access things we're going to leapfrog you know they're going to learn about you know building companies maybe when they're 12 years old uh, they're going to be you know learning about i don't know web3 nft all the buzzwords you hear today some of the i've seen uh, 10 year olds being comfortable talking about machine learning and things like that but that's like a sliver on top that's going to sort of leapfrog into the future right so i feel like for those who have access to resources who have access to technology who have access to a lot of uh, money uh, you're going to have the ability to do a lot to move forward and those kids and the industry and everything's going to move in exceptional directions forward right but in another sense covid's pushed a lot of kids out of school right it's pushed if you were a girl who's 14 15 years old you've probably been married off through uh, at the end of the pandemic or if you were a boy in that age you've joined your parents you know work you're bringing in income into the house so for a lot of those students and those families things have moved back in in many ways and maybe in 5 years they'll just get back to recovering that you know loss of of livelihood of uh, things that happened during covid and so i feel like uh, this when when people say ed tech in education it's not one sector it's maybe 100 sectors inside of it of different age like age groups economies requirements and things like that right so i feel like it's going to be difficult to put a finger on it but uh, some will move very very uh, into a different world Got entirely it. and some kind of reach where we were two years ago so right yeah. interesting nitish what are your thoughts similar but i would i would uh, look at it in more of a business sense and if you ask me more of it in a business sense you know what's happening with uh, the current market or the ecosystem with startups and education per se is uh, we've we've been following the western markets right and we've been lagging by about 5 to 10 years if you, if you give if you want me to give a simple example is uh, taking classrooms online uh, was something that was really catching up in the western worlds in 2010 to you know late 2020s but then we caught up really late all the all of the byjus and the big names that you talk about you know started really late in 2015 and onwards right so that is something that we also look at and this is a prime example that we give you know a lot of parents is western worlds right now are looking at gamification how to make sure that the learning outcome some more simplified where there is more hands on the kids are trying to experiment the kids are curious etc and this is directly you know impacted and this is directly you know you can gauge the whole outcome uh, by the way companies are hiring today right 
if you look at a tesla if you look at a facebook or if you look at a google they don't really care about the degrees that you know or Correct. you know the knowledge that you have yeah it's it's basically two things right are you a problem solver and can you be a go getter and these two are never thought in indian uh, you know ecosystems of education or realms of the environment itself yeah rather we're known uh, to so, create problems and get nothing but <laughs> yeah so as as we adopt uh, i think the western worlds have already adopted through a lot of gamification and uh, we are we are trying to do the same here with upepo we understand that one communities of children are something that is really impactful and right. two uh, if you have the mindset you know uh, embedded in your child at an early age that i'm going to be a problem solver and if there is a problem i'm going to be an innovator then landing a job at any yeah and anywhere it doesn't matter where or creating your own business you know it's it's the best yeah and and it's the mindset that we're working on this I love it. I think that's a beautiful place to kind of leave things off on. But guys, listen, this has been a brief conversation, but I feel like, you know, I've got so much insight into your world. But more than that, I wish you guys the the very best and I, and the reason I'm saying that is because I feel like if you look at it, you know, strengthening these parts of society, this very tender part of 5 to 12 years old is fundamentally strengthening the foundations of society in a large way whether you realize it or not which is a reason why we are so thankful for teachers right we've always been which is a reason why we are uh, we have always been so grateful for educational institutions who have molded people into the way that they are we look back on our uh, educational institutions as alumni and are like extremely proud because you feel like they've created you into the person that you are today and in that way whether you guys realize it or not you are really shaping lives and so i wish you all the best you guys and um here's hoping that the future of education is as bright as you guys make it out to be How sweet! We should uh, have you to say these two. We'll record this and play it back every morning. I just wanted to say thank you so much for your time. I'm so excited. I hope that you know a couple of years from now I get to look back on this and be like, "Damn, these guys! Remember these guys when they were just starting out? I got to chat with them then, and you guys are huge now. So all the very best and thank you so much again." Thank you so much for listening to this little episode of Tech for Change. You can find me, your host K, on uh, Instagram. I'm probably the most active there at the rate off air with K. That is off air with K A Y. I'm going to be back next week for another episode of Tech for Change. And if you'd like to give us feedback, well, you as a listener can reach out to us on at the rate HT Smartcast on multiple platforms. We're present on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Clubhouse. Now to listen to more podcasts, make sure you log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. I'll see you soon. Take care. This was a Radio One production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.